By the time she made her defiant concession speech in the New Hampshire Republican primary, Donald Trump had already attacked Nikki Haley's Indian ethnicity, called her a patsy for China, and amplified a birther lie that the former South Carolina governor is ineligible to run for president. Now Haley faces what analysts say may be a tsunami of political slime ahead of the primary in her home state. She had hecklers interrupt her remarks last night in Myrtle Beach. Y'all don't let it bother you. That's what Trump does. He does disruption. That's the only way he thinks he can win is by planning people like this. It's a story by Dan Morrison, deputy editor at USA Today. Dan set this up. Trump in his victory speech uh, made fun of her appearance. He called her an imposter. And he suggested that she was ripe for some sort of criminal investigation. And this is when he, of course, faces uh, four felony, felony indictments across the country. Why would he float that? Is is there something like that going on? There's no evidence at all that there's anything like that going on. It's it's just the method. And regarding her uh, appearance or ethnicity, he said what? Well, he made fun of her dress, of what she, the dress she was wearing, saying it was a fancy dress and, and not so fancy. But previously, he's been purposefully mangling her, her name, calling her Nimra and Nimbra. Um, these are butcherings of, of her full name, which is Nimrata Nikki Haley. This is to emphasize her Indian ethnicity. So as you say now, things shift to the next really big primary, which is South Carolina, Nikki Haley's home state. And uh, as you point out, and I had no idea, like how vicious the politics there can be. Give some examples, I guess, of of history. So recent examples would be, um, you know, in 2008, when uh, John McCain had stunned George W. Bush in the New Hampshire primary, and they they went down to South Carolina, where voters started receiving push polls, asking them if they would be more or less inclined to vote for John McCain if they knew he had fathered an illegitimate black child. This is a this is push polling, the purpose of which is not actually to get an opinion from a voter, but to insert and implant an idea into their hot into their minds. Mm. What else? has taken place that's well, kind of raised eyebrows of so-called normies in the rest of the country, as somebody said in your story. Sure. So uh, Nikki Haley herself has, has has already endured, you know, buckets of slime in South Carolina. When she first ran for the South Carolina State House, the her district was uh, carpeted in flyers that described her as an Indian Buddhist housekeeper when she was an American Christian um, certified public accountant working for major industries in the state. We're speaking with Dan Morrison, an editor with USA Today in the Washington, D.C. Bureau. He's got a story called Nikki Haley Braces for Home State Dirty Tricks in Trump Fight. Um, as you point out, though, she's won a lot in South Carolina, despite all this. So far, everyone who's tried to uh, attack her for her ethnicity or other reasons in that state has, has been left in the dust by, by Nikki Haley. Right now, with the South Carolina primary coming, she faces a very steep climb. She's got maybe 25% of the support of Republican voters in the state, while Donald Trump has 60% support. The governor is backing Trump. The state's two senators are backing Trump. And I believe five of the six Republican House members are, are backing Trump. It, it's, 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 a, it's a tough road to hoe under any circumstances. Right now, she's got this added angle of the state's reputation for dirty tricks. And in, in a CNN appearance recently, the state's Republican chair 
all but threatened her that she was going to face these sorts of sliming, you know, these sorts of dirty trick attacks if she doesn't pull out. Jeez. Uh, how does she fight back, Dan? Or, or it, is she? The Haley method has been to just put your chin down, engage with the voters and, and persuade people that, you know, that she is the best candidate. And that that's worked for her in uh, in her first House race. It worked for her when she was, you know, a long shot for the governor and ended up winning winning the governor's mansion. Um, the Republican Party in, in South Carolina, I'm told, is, is, you know, is a different party than it was when she last ran, which was 10 years ago. Um, it, you know, she, she's got a lot of work to do. In As far as South Carolina goes, it's an open primary. If enough Democrats and independents skip the Democratic primary, they can register and vote in the Republican primary. And that's where her hope lies. There, there, there aren't enough Republicans in the state for her to win. Thanks, Dan. Dan Morrison, deputy editor at USA Today.